Hello? Yep, did you already do your greeting um, after say a recording started? No, because I never see a recording started. I just saw the child too was on there. I was trying to. Uh, yeah, so go ahead and do it now. Go ahead and do the greeting now because it already said recording started. Then we can, uh, you know, let the people know that we'll be starting in a moment. Thank you guys for tuning in to the national four-time award-winning POET radio. This is Voices Behind the Pins. Uh, this is your live open mic show, the hottest show on Monday nights. We're going to get the show started briefly. We're going to uh, uh, get the show started briefly. We're going to our host on the line. We got Brother O. We got Black Ice on the line. We're going to uh, get to this whole speed round and get to the reason why we're here, which is to call us uh, very shortly. Uh, so, Brother O, how you been, man? I haven't talked to you since last Monday. How you been? Well, I've been pretty good, Nina. I, I've been pretty good. That's good. How's your week going? Got anything coming up? Oh, uh, I I got a got my new professional logo done recently, and uh, it's up on my page, and uh, I'm getting a very good response from that. You said you got your new what? I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry. I have a new professional logo now. Oh, okay. Cool. I'm going to have to go look at it. I haven't saw it. That's good. Yeah, so now you can brand yourself. Yeah, that's all my nice. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to go look at it. That's cool. Other than that, you been okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been doing pretty good. Good job, good job. So, Brother Ice, how you been this week? How's your week been? Week has been fine. You know, I'm always um, got some good news to report. So, yesterday, um, I was one of the features on an international platform where poets all over the world uh, came together and did a wonderful, wonderful showcase um, it was called the Malcolm X Food for the Soul Concert. And they had um, poets from Africa, from the Caribbean, from the United States. And uh, I was just so honored to be, you know, amongst that elite group of poets and to represent uh, not only American poetry, but to represent the poet organization, as well as Black Ice, you know, and uh, my own brand. And uh, I had never seen anything like that before. You know what I'm saying? It was just a beautiful, beautiful platform. And for those who are out there on Facebook, then go back and find it. It's called the Malcolm X Food for the Soul um, Concert. Soul is spelled S-O-L. And um, you will see how beautiful it was with all the poets from, like I said, all over the world that um, got a chance to perform and feature their work. Other than that, uh, I will be featuring on um, Chatty Caddies coming up. And that is, I'll give you some dates for those type of things coming up. Um, that's one thing that I'll be featuring in. And I will be featuring on RYC Live. Um, which is the, the hip-hop station ran by Mr. Clubbanger. 
um, I will be doing um, a virtual concert and appearance on that as well. That's going to be January the 14th, so I am looking forward to um, for that. I will be touring um, Mexico again next month, uh, starting December the 30th, and I'll be back in the country on January the 4th. And uh, it's just a beautiful thing that God has blessed us with this gift. Um, I'm almost done with my book. I'm about 90% done with that as well. And, um, Brother O, I saw you post up um, about the books. Um, you got to definitely never forget that you are a part of the Poet Anthology, so you actually do have a book out. You know, and although I have not yeah. um, written, my, written my own personal book, um, I have six books out um, in which I am a part of um, with the Poet Anthologies and a few more books um, with in, Inner Child Publishing. So, you know, never yeah. forget those accomplishments that you have made, although they were not individual necessarily um, accomplishments. They were accomplishments. So never forget to mention those things as well. So right. it's a lot of things coming up. Uh, I'm almost finished writing uh, my next two albums. Um, I'm going to release an album in February for Black History Month, and I'm going to release another album probably my annual album in April. So I've been writing every day. Um, it's been a blessing. My pen, my ink has been flowing. The floodgates are open. And anytime it's like that, you know, I take advantage of it because it, it's not like that often. I can go months without writing one poem. And then something can come to me and I can write 10 the whole album, write a whole album. So uh, I'm excited that I have that creativity in me right now to write. And I'll be releasing tonight one of the new poems just written um, last week. Um, so I'm looking forward to that too. What about you, Nina? What's going on with you? What's been going on in your world? Oh, one more thing. I got a phone call Saturday from a brother named uh, Reverb, DJ Reverb Kirk. And he said, man, I was looking on Prime, Amazon Prime Video. And he said, um, I ended up watching a movie, Black Ice, that you were in. And so I did not know that the movie that I was in had made it to Amazon Prime. And so um, I can, you know, proudly say that I am one of the first poets from the Chicago poetry scene that has, have made it in a movie um, on Amazon Prime, and so you can go and watch that. It's called Step Off the Block, and so um, that was another accomplishment that I was very excited about, and um, that's all I have so far. So I'm going to turn it over to you, Ms. Nina Purple Rain. Tell everybody how you doing, what's going on in your world, and how your week was. Man, I, I you know, I'm, uh, my foot is healing I'm talking about rapidly, like really fast. And the doctors have projected in April, I mean, not April, my bad, August, when I first got hurt, that I would be healed by Thanksgiving. And by the grace of God, I think they're going to be absolutely correct because by, I, I want to say by Friday or Saturday, by this weekend, uh, my whole, the top of my foot should be healed completely because my toe is closed. So I'm just waiting on, I think by this weekend, I will be completely healed. I'm just ready to get back to work, ready to get, you know, hit the ground running. Cause I'm telling you the minute I go, they say I'm, I'm released to go back to work. I'm not going to stop working. I think I'm going to be working as hard as you brother. 
<laughs> when y'all looking <laughs> yeah, for me, yeah, I am at work I'm right now. Man, when y'all looking for me, man, I'm gonna be at work. I'm telling you, that's where I'm gonna be. So, uh, yeah. Well, other than that, my week has been fine. God has been good. You know what I'm saying? I've been getting silent blessings. Huh? No, go ahead. I can't hear no, you. Go ahead. No, go uh, ahead. I'm at work. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, so I've been having, you know, having a uh, a great, great week, y'all. A great week since last Monday, you know. Uh, everything, you know what I mean? I just, I just learned to take the bitter with the sweet. I just learned that, like, when stuff's not going your way and everything, all you got to do is just pray about it. Don't give up. And at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? You're going to, all challenges or, 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 or obstacles that come in your way, Ain't nothing but roadblocks. That's all you, you got to do is jump over them and hurdle over, over them and keep going. So I've, I've, I've been learning to, uh, man, like I said, I prayed the other day. I prayed so hard. I was crying. I ain't never, that's never happened to me before. And I literally was like shaking. So uh, I just want to say God is good all the time, man. No matter what you're going through, he will, put, he will make a way out of no way. And at the end of the day, you're going to be okay because what's for you is for you. And what's not is not. And he's going to make sure whatever's not for you, you're not going to get it. So, yeah, God's good, y'all. So, that's enough of, of me. So, we're going to get to, uh, we're going to uh, want to thank everybody for tuning in to the National Four Time Award winning P O E T Radio. This is your award winning voices behind the pens with an S. And we will be we here each and every Monday night, 8 Central, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific. I got it right. So we out here each and every Monday night. Just check your local time zones in your area and make sure you guys tune in with us. Um, but, yeah, so we're going to get to um, the host. We're going to do a whole speed round. And then after the whole speed round, we're going to get to why we're here, which is the callers. So without further ado, if you're ready, uh, Brother Oda, floor and the mic is yours. I always look forward to today's special occasion. Because Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays. On this day, I always enjoy spending time with my family watching football all day long as the Lions and Cowboys play before Days of fans watching around the world. The best part of Thanksgiving is a great meal that is prepared with all my favorites, which include turkey, dressing, cranberry sauce, collard greens, sweet potato casserole in a roll, plus a piece of cake or pie for dessert. Thanksgiving should not be celebrated only on the fourth Thursday in November. Every day that you're alive is a day of Thanksgiving. And all of us should have some to be thankful for, especially during these unusual times. Like waking up in the morning, activities of your limbs, having the roof on your head, food on your table, clothes on your bag, your family, your real friends, being in good health, being in your right mind, a job, and your special gifts and talents that God has blessed you with. If you aren't thankful for anything in your life, something's seriously wrong with you. And you mean to tell me that you're over here complaining about what you don't have? Let me tell you something. Millions of people are either worse off than you, 
but did not wake up today. And it would love to take place with you right now. God did not have to wake you up this morning nor do anything for you at all today. Obviously, because of his grace and mercy, he blessed you to see another day in the land of living. A brother, what are you most thankful for? I know for a fact that God is blessing me good to you this year. And would you care to share with us about being thankful for everything you have? Very thankful for my family, particularly those who are showing me unconditional love and had my back over the years. I'm very thankful to be a part of my church family. And I'm truly thankful for my dear brothers of POAT and all my fellow poets in Chicago and Northwest Indiana and around the country. Plus, every one of my fan supporters who read my poems quotes every day. And last but not least, I'm truly thankful to God for blessing me with the true love of my life. Best woman in the world. Long Christmas. Very thankful to be blessed with my unique talents as a writer and poet for God using me to be a source of encouragement, inspiration, and the word of truth. My followers every day on Facebook and being a faithful and humble servant my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Despite all of my afflictions and physical limitations, I'm very thankful to be in good health and having a measure of strength. God provided me all my needs. I never had to go without anything. I'm very thankful to live in a peaceful environment, being a drummer and Negro free. I'm thankful to be free from anger, hostility, bitterness, doubt, unforgiveness, and fear. I'm very thankful for being the great man that I am today and for God blessing me with wisdom. Plus, being a down-to-earth brother. I'm very thankful for my haters because it was my staircase of elevation. And I'm very thankful for all my critics, doubters, and naysayers because they are my source of motivation to achieve greatness every day. Brothers and sisters, ask yourself this question and really think about our God has been good to you this year despite this coronavirus pandemic. Despite everything else that's going on around the world right now in this crazy world. What are you thankful for? No matter what you're going through right now or what your circumstances are looking like in your life, just remember, my dear brothers and sisters, you still stand tall and always. Be thankful for what you got. That's at peace. Nice. Thank God for my poetry, my therapy. Through these spoken words, I don't speak any broken words or adverbs. And I said something foul you heard. And God, please silence my words. Because I know that each week when I speak, my words are unique. So before you critique me, know that Miss Hall has ran into many brick walls. And I pick myself up when I fall. And I pay my dues and I put many miles on these shoes. And if I had to side between something and poetry, 
I wouldn't want to choose because I refuse to lose my gift because I didn't use it the right way. And I'm a true believer of if you don't, God will snatch it away. So I would like to thank the poets that came before me and the ones today. Last poets, the Mama Brenda, who all embraced me with their presence because see, time is of the essence. And if I miss you in my thank yous, then you know who you are. I want to thank you. I want to thank you for making me a better child, from a better child to a better teenager. A better teenager to a better adult, a better adult to a better person, a better person to a better poet. To see if there's no you, then there's definitely no me. And like I said in the beginning, thank God for my poetry. I date exclusively outside of my race. I said, why I date exclusively outside of my race? I've contemplated writing this poem for some time now. I've envisioned the frowns on the faces of my people, but this pricked me in my soul like a needle. I had a need to speak to my people and come to y'all face to face to explain to all of you why I exclusively date outside of my race. Now, first of all, I ain't never saying black women ain't some of the most beautiful women on the planet. And I'm not here to take anything away from my sisters, nor take y'all for granted. It's just that I'm attracted to women outside my race. Now, I know my grandmother would probably tell me to stay in my place. Boy, leave them girls alone. And if she can't use your comb, you bet not bring her home. I mean, I've tried to date black women, but I really don't like their hair. Oh, did I really go there? Don't you know that you could get cut talking about a black woman's hair? But I like that kind of hair that flows all the way down her back. I ain't got to worry about no glue, no sew-ins, or no tracks. That's why I date Malaysian, Brazilian, Peruvian, and Indian women. I love them all. I'm not talking about Native Americans. I'm talking about the ones from India like Bangladesh and Nepal and those Brazilians Oh, my God, every man wants to go to Brazil. You see the butts on those Brazilian sisters? Now, that's a black man's dream for real. Oh, Arabian women and white women just have some of the most beautiful light eyes. And sometimes, I can't lie, they leave me mesmerized. But this is why I exclusively date outside my race. I wasn't always like this. Nor did I grow up like this. I was taught to be like this. And guess by who? Black woman, it was by you. This all started when I started dating you. Every time you sat in that salon chair and paid about 300 to $400 adding extensions in your hair, subconsciously what you were telling me is that your picture of beauty is not in your own originality but in another's nationality. Black woman, beauty is not in your hair. It's in your mentality. And it seems today that everyone is insecure about their body shape. They out there getting those 360s, those mommy makeovers. She wants a real big ass and a snatched waist. And those eye contacts that you think are so beautiful, I must admit, you got me thinking that they're beautiful too. But the problem is those eyes don't belong to you. So when I gaze into those beautiful eyes, am I even looking at you? So why get mad at me when I date exclusively outside of my race? 
And on behalf of all men, let me be the first to say, sisters, please take those fake-ass eyelashes off your face. How can you say that you want a real man when everything about you is fake? I didn't mean to come so hard and drop the hammer like Thor. But the goal is to enhance your beauty, not replace it. So when you look into the mirror, do you even see yourself anymore? It's time to start healing from all those emotional scars. I love you, black woman. Why can't you be beautiful just the way you are? That's that piece. Hey, not the eyelashes. Don't be talking about the eyelashes now. Let me find, you know what? Don't you worry about it. Don't be talking about the eyelashes. I ain't ready to take them off yet. <laughs> you just snapped you know, on that piece, man. That was hot. That was hot. You know, so guys, yeah, that you have just heard from the uh the whole speed round. You just heard brother. Oh, you heard myself, Nina Purple, and our co-CEO, co-founder of Poet Poet Radio, Mr. Black Ice himself, snapping on the sisters, y'all, telling us to take off the eyelashes, the the eyes, the fake contacts. Women, we go through so much to be beautiful, brother. I swear. You know what I mean? To enhance our beauty. But like you said, you don't even really got to go off, you know, through all that because we, we beautiful already, but you know, I hey, think that what happens is. is that America sets a standard of what beauty is, and America puts it on every television, in every magazine, on social media. And so when you are dominated by a certain image, that's what you think the standard of beauty is. So we have to change the standard of what beauty is. <clears throat> is beauty in the length of your hair, does everybody who's beautiful have to have long hair? Does everybody that's beautiful have to have lighter skin? And this is why I loved, you know, Black Panther so much, because Black Panther glorified dark-skinned women, women with shorter hair. When you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Ain't nothing wrong with a little makeup. But there are so many women that I see on Facebook when they have that profile picture up. And then I go through, start going through their pictures. Outside of the profile picture, I start going through their regular pictures. I'm like, she don't even look like nothing on the profile picture. You know, so again, <laughs> enhance your beauty. Don't replace it. Only enhance it. That's it. Still look like you at the end of the day. Because if it's not, then it's false advertising. But go ahead. That's all I got to say about that guy. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. Hey, that's a good conversation. We're about to have it on one of our, our, our shows one day. Had it as a as a topic. Cool being. So I see our texts and have paid off. We got a couple of calls. We got some callers on the line, on the line, on the line. So we're gonna get to why we're here, which is you to call us. So when I uh hold on one second. When I state when I when you say here you're unmuted, just state your name where you're calling from. 404632, state your name and where you calling from. This is Wayne Gooden, Elder X, calling from uh, Marietta, Georgia. Well, thank you so much for calling in. How are you? I'm good. How is everybody doing? We're wonderful. That is great. Fantastic. That was was a, a great poem that was just read. And I heard with, uh, what you said about um, women go through so much to look beautiful. 
and I heard his reply about how society puts it on us to kind of like hypnotize us to make us think what is beautiful. Yeah, that's true. It's, 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 I, and I, I honestly agree with him. I honestly do. Because it's like, I don't know, like, it's like sometimes you probably feel like, um, I don't know, like, I don't know, like maybe your look not good enough. Like, like you just have to do more to enhance it or whatever. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it's just, to me, it's just so much put on us, especially as a woman. You know, if you your butt not uh, big enough, you want to go uh, to Florida, pay all this money to get butt injections. You know what I'm saying? You want to lose weight because they say, like, skinny is in and all this stuff is just, you know, I guess, you know, just be natural, man. God bless you with, with, with beauty. Just enhance it or just, you know, embrace it. That's what I'm trying to say. Embrace it. Yeah. Well, you know, men, men go through that, too. Yesterday at 7.33 p.m., my spirit uh, made me write a short poem concerning that, you know, how people see us. And it's, you know, on my personal experience. Oh, my God. Well, I can't wait to hear it. Whenever you're ready, the floor in the mic is yours, Elder. For those who was teased for the darkness of their skin, the broadness of their lips, and every God-given African feature. I'm talking about seeing nothing but ugly when you looked into the mirror. So deep-rooted into my subconscious, laying dormant, but leaking out through my low self-esteem to that times I felt worthless, hurt people, hurt people. So as a youngin', I also teased and tormented others. But then I grew older. My self-condemnation seemed eternal. How I saw myself as less than to others and what people consider handsome. Yet once I realized the unconditional love God has for me personally and that God didn't create junk and in his eyes he made me handsome, I finally began to look at my image in the mirror and began to see no flaw. Because God made me flawless, perfected, crafted by his hands. Surely African features are beautiful. Surely black is handsome and beautiful. And that I am. That's that piece. That was a a wonderful piece, brother. This is Brother O here. How you doing? All right, Brother O. Good, Good to hear you. It is too, man. That that was an awesome poem. It goes to show that uh, we all must take pride in our in our in our uh, heritage. We must take pride in how we look. For me, for example, I'm proud to proud to have black skin. I'm proud to proud to have that African features. I'm proud to have my have my hair and have my my growing beard, which is showing the gray. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. It should be proud. I mean, I I talk about that every day. You should not try to change your appearance like somebody else because your point was the, the, the representation of the scripture that says God made us in his own image. So why That's not? Right. So why not embrace who we are? 
And for a long time, my dark and complected brothers and sisters have been called ugly and all that stuff. I don't, I believe that they're just as beautiful as ones with brown tones and light tones. We we represent all different different spectrums of the of the rainbow, brother. So yes, that, was a beautiful, that, was a, that was a beautiful poem he did, man. I appreciate that. Thank you, my brother. I'm gonna hey, that was, turn up. Yeah, Nina, go ahead, Nina. That, that was hot. I am not gonna lie. I, you know, we, I, I honestly didn't know that men go through that too. You know what I mean? I just, you know, it's just like women. I just, you know, think there's so much that we go through. You know, to, to be beautiful, I've been, but. You know that was that was that was that was hot. And thank you for calling in because I tried to get you last week because Ice had uh, Black Ice had saw a video of sent me a video of you on uh, I think YouTube or something, and uh, you sent it to Poor mm-hmm. Radio, and I reached out to you. The video that he sent me was hot to death. So I've been trying, to, and then mm-hmm. I didn't know that we were friends already. So I want to thank you uh, for for reaching out at the last minute. I'm sorry it's at the last minute, but thank you. So much for reaching out, man. That poem was hot. Thank you. Make sure we are each and every Monday. And I see you got a, a okay, Atlanta I'm, number, so we are nine, nine Eastern. I'm gonna note that because so make I sure have you, mad respect for Black Ice. You know, he doesn't even know how much he has inspired my work. He knows. He's listening to you now. Ice, go ahead. Your your <laughs> turn. <laughs> well, first of all, let me comment on the brother's piece. You know, unlike my 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 co-host Nina Purple Rain, um, <laughs> everybody has insecurities, and um, you know we are no different as men. And you know, a lot of people think it's just women, but no, you know, and our race, especially our race, you know, it was the dark skin thing, the light skin thing, it was a yeah. the tall thing, the short thing, the fat thing, the skinny thing, and you know, children can be so cruel sometimes, and just the images that we see, as I stated before, displayed, you know, across the um, the television screen, the movie. Um, project the screen and social media and those things affect us you know it it affects our subconscious you know the subconscious is a very powerful part of the human body and the brain and so I love that piece because you really got in depth into it um, from the moment that you spoke about it affected you in a negative way but then you have to check yourself and say that God don't make junk and that's the way, you know, I, I love that line that you put in there because really, if we really, you know, believed in God like we said we did, um, it's enough for us to walk around here arrogant, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, knowing that I am a creation that God made. Yeah. And he made me unique and he made me different and ain't nobody else like me and I ain't like nobody else. That's enough for us to walk around arrogant. But we have put, you know, the Gentile and these governments as our God over God and let them tell us, you know, that maybe God made a mistake when he made you. You know, maybe he made you too dark. Maybe he made you too light. Maybe he made your hair too kinky. Maybe he made your hair too thin. 
you know, we are actually questioning God's creation and what God created. So I love that line in your piece, man, when you said that God don't make no junk, brother. So, and that was a beautiful, you know, follow-up to the piece that I did, you know, while I did, I was, you know, exclusively outside of our race. So I got mad respect for you, brother. I'm looking forward to hear, hearing more of your work, more of your artistry from you. You know what I'm saying? So definitely, man, I, I definitely appreciate that. You're welcome, man. I feel an uh, honor, man. I will definitely make a note for Monday, and uh, I hope I hope God will see you on Monday. Thank you. You don't have to get off the line if you want to go get something to drink or get you something to snack on. Chill out. Listen to the rest of the show if you got time. But God bless you. Thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it. And let me just say, if anybody out there, let me just say, if anybody out there wants to connect with me on Facebook or Instagram and Twitter, um, you can find me mostly under King of Poetry Black Ice. Black is spelled B L A Q, or you could just type in Black Ice and the word Chicago. B L A Q though. Believe in the Lord. Ask questions. Ice intelligent, creative, and extraordinary. So Black Ice Chicago, it should take you to one of my pages, DeAndre Hawthorne, and um, connect with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm your brother, so I'm not, you know, um, at a point where I feel like I've done so much that I can't talk to and, you know, communicate with and break bread with my brothers and my sisters. So uh, reach out to me. Let's exchange each other's numbers, and uh, let's, let's continue to build this empire. Amen. Amen. Okay, guys. Yes, yes, yes. You just heard from Wayne Good and Elder X on the line, y'all, blessing us with that hot piece. So we're going to get to why we're here, which is the callers. Callers, I see you guys. Thank you for being so patient. So we're going to get to the next caller, 832-666, 832-666. If you hear you unmuted, state your name, where you're calling from. Hey, 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 how you doing? This is Aziz. Hey, hey, what's going on? Hey, 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 how you doing? I am wonderful, man. Oh, my God, Aziz. I haven't <laughs> talked to you in so long, man. It's wow. been forever, but I've been watching you. I've been seeing you making your moves, though. I've been seeing you making your moves. And I've been seeing you, too. Congratulations on your marriage. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yes, yes, yes. And I see y'all. I see y'all doing big things. So, man, thank you for coming. Oh, I can't wait to hear you. I know you're ready to bless the oh. mic. So, with the floor and the mic is yours. I can't wait to hear you. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to do uh, truth to power. Okay. <clears throat> now I can't sing, but bear with me. Okay. <laughs> but I know that a change is going to come. A timeless anthem, acting as a first responder and provider of light in a never-ending tunnel filled with the testimony cries of a race described as the dark and the poor. It was 1964 when this anthem was scribed by Sam Cooke. And by the end of that same year, he was no longer with us anymore. But as his words gained wing and allowed his telegram of hope to soar, he continued to speak from six feet deep to the present in a language with relevance more prevalent than it has ever been before. 
the great boxer Deontay Wilder would say, to this day, we continue to explore a culture appropriated with the need for an anthem that serenades eras tainted by law enforcement hosted tours, tours of hospital, jails, and county morgues, and we will continue to absorb the enemy's sword unless we embrace the rage imposed upon us by the thought that Brianna should not be in the grave and flip the script, then show up at three in the A with the proverbial no-knock warrant and just kick in their motherfucking doors, catching them bathing in the riches and the plasma that separated from the blood of our ancestors that was unmercifully spilled on America's freshly polished floors. But I know that a change is going to come. The amenities of everyday black life is a recipe cooked with seasoning that provides our taste buds with a nutrition-packed spiritual armor. So the inevitable idea of death does not leave us shook. But when God checks and my time on earth is over and my name comes up in his book, it haunts my dreams to think about meeting Mr. Cook and how I would look explaining that not much has changed. It's just more of the same. Imagine his pain. It's thoughts like these that takes up imminent domain in my brain and I can no longer sit back and hang, hang on to this miracle thing, this, this dream that if we continue to march, we will no longer be systematically hanged, being targeted by the white hoods disguised as the blue gang, maintained by a fine-tuned, evilly genius, sadistic set of insane visions, envious of the culture they want to mock murder and maim and chain gang my beautifully melanated god image created innovative gorgeous chocolate black long spaded length that slangs and hangs so tough that it leaves a print causing that shape to become a permanent change and these thoughts are explained by the actions of your untamed slave patrol a whole organization formed specifically to bribe us to deprive us of liberties that would level the playing field of the game liberties that puts your opportunities and my opportunities the same inebriated by the thoughts of the wreckage of your past and you'll you'll rather harbor that blame and you'll rather die in vain despite the 400 years of prayers that we have sang but i know that a change is gonna come all life matters man cut that shit out that's that bullshit you were afforded the best of educational opportunities as a system that you owe to a 400-year head start that, provi- that provided residual comfort, allowing you to patiently calculate your future as you were free to navigate your journey through short and long steps. So how the fuck are you standing before us yelling all lives matter, acting as your Ivy League education failed at providing you with critical thinking tools to understand the simplest aspect of the Black Lives Matter concept? Then next week, you're back at work as a decision maker for a black man that comes to you for a job he will not get totally qualified well-groomed and dressed to impress or either you're making the decision for your only african-american student's future as you sit back and relish in the evil of your power to give that kid a failing grade to a passing test probably sleeping comfortably while patting yourself on the back in the euphoria of knowing you have made your contribution to the great light white bright kkk type icon while your junior sits alone in his room planning out a way to manifest dad's racist ideas through the use of a homemade pipe bomb with no fear of repercussions you see the judge is mommy cousin so he is easily gifted with little to no or just a light bond because in america's court system with an american judge 
tears of a black mom is no match for the tears of a white mom. Karen is always deadly weapon armed as one teardrop possesses enough power to take out a whole transit system filled with black commuters. Caucasian tears has always been the most effective mechanism of choice. The dramatic exaggerated voice with fake tears, case in point, Amy Cooper. But I know that a change is going to come. Make America great again. It's the slogan that gave these racist whites a false sense and they believe the hype. They've had a great America. Everyone knows this, in fact, of course. Funny how arrogance glosses over the fact that if, a big if, America was ever great to anyone, the blood of African Americans was that source. The rape of black women and men was that source. The impregnation of Anglo pigment in our queens was that source. The taking and selling of black babies was that source. Public hangings was the source. The stripping of a whole race of people's identity, heritage, name, and religion is that source. We were summoned to a North American forest by force. But our oxygen is sown in the fabric of everything dope in America. You lost that control, so now it's khakis and a tiki torch. Lazy motherfuckers wanted slaves to build up a stolen land, dealt us a weak hand, but we played the board like a dirty whore. So you'll make America great again is really a confession of some sadistic form of buyer's remorse. But I know that a change is going to come. Navigating a world filled with thoughts of constantly re-examining my life affairs to be sure things are in order. Looking at my wife every time that we part ways just to say, I will make it home tonight. As if I'm talking to my two-year-old daughter. Now you can express it's not that serious shit, but it's the year 2020 and last week I drove past the slave quarters. Again, 2020 slave quarters, let that sink in. So I was so as I noticed this trend of education in the epidemic of a police brutality produced social injustice induced form of PTSD that millions of my people suffer, I apologize to my culture. Street life decisions and allowing myself into thugging positions deprived me of years of my life. Multiple, forget- multiple convictions, getting sentences with years, maybe sometimes months, the sentences will vary. Plus, I'm needed amongst us. When even the universe is exhibiting uncertainty that tells me that for a lot of us times has gotten scary. So again, I apologize to my culture because one more nigger with the record is one less nigger license to carry. There's no badge of honor in the treatment of the system. You can only sit and listen to others in your position and take small nuggets of information. They may help you avoid your next imposition. Got a grip on how I was existing. Learned to close my mouth, soak up information like a sponge and retain what I would learned absorbingly, reconfirmed my God connection, accepted my blessing as it was God who took my freedom and gave me poetry. I conclude with this food for thought. Eric Chauvin, involved in multiple incidents that concluded in someone's death, participating in at least least three murders while wearing a badge. Serial killer was enabled by a whole government to hunt and kill until he was caught on video depriving George Floyd of his last breath. I'm tired, y'all. I can't breathe. It feels like I'm getting choked. Then I think about Eric Garner, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. Ain't got time for being tired. God said we got work to do. So fuck it. I want all the smoke. And that's that drip.
Powerful piece, brother. How you doing? Hey, brother. Oh, what's going on, man? Long time. I heard your voice in a while. Hey, it was good, man. How you feeling? That was <laughs> it's a good, powerful good, call. Thanks, I'm man. good, Thanks. man. Uh, wow, that that piece. Uh, it it uh it took it uh reminds me of uh of a quote that I have, that I will speak to say the more things change the more things stay the same. Right. I mean, no matter how much progress you made in this country, racism is very much alive and well in the United States of America, brother. Right, right, exactly. And that's that and that's why I chose that that's that that part of that song because it's just amazing how it, as you know here we is almost 60 years later and that song right. is as relevant as it was as the day it was first released it's just crazy that's one of my, it's just crazy. That's one of my favorite songs of all time yes 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 Hey, time I hear that song, that resonates in my spirit. However, man, come on now. However, it it uh recently we turned out in great numbers in this election. Now they have yeah. now they have to respect our the only way they'll respect us, brother, is we they respect our votes now. We shook things up. Right. Shut things up. Now they had to respect our votes. So that's why Donald Trump was out of office. Now they weren't counting on black people to turn out in this election. They tried everything to suppress and suppress our votes, but it didn't work. It's crazy, and it's crazy. It now I'll tell you something else. I'll tell y'all something else too. Early this morning, because uh, you know Michigan, as, as they just certified the vote today. Early this morning. And in, now, and in Pennsylvania, too. Right, yeah. right, right. And in Pennsylvania. But in, specifically in Michigan, you know, they were only trying to suppress the Detroit votes. Now, me being from Detroit, I know that Detroit is like 90 to 95% African American, right? So, Wayne of course, County. Who, who were they born? Who, who were they exactly? And I'm from, I grew born and raised in Detroit. Um, and so, mm-hmm. Trump tweeted, and I'll, I'll say this and I'll get out the way. Uh, Trump tweeted and then really deleted it real fast. And he said to Michigan, if you don't like what, if you don't like how this country is run, go back to where you came from. But then he treat, he uh, deleted it real fast. I don't know if it was one of his, one of his advisors was like, hey, you know, no, 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 that's too much. You know, I'm, I don't know what happened, but he deleted it. But before it could get any air, and it just so happens that one of my followers, one of my Twitter followers, actually saw it and posted it. Like he, uh, uh-huh. he posted this tweet, did deleted it real quick. And it's just, I'm saying, there's people in power that still don't understand our our power yet, and so they're still emboldened because they think they, right. they they think that they have that much support amongst themselves, but they don't know yeah. that what we just told ourselves this year, even more more so than in 2008 when we voted for Obama, what we just mm-hmm. told ourselves this year and what everybody who has any type of power has acknowledged is the power of the black vote right now is the most That's powerful right. vote, period, period, not even close. 
So, um, yeah, man, and that was just more evidence of how we can. And, that, and that's why that piece, uh, I wanted to do that piece because that it, it just made that stick out. Like, I know what we've done. I know what Joe Biden has promised. Now we have to make sure that he follows his promises and keeps up with his word because in another four years, we can use our power to vote again. So get your shit together this oh, time. Yeah. We think that you've learned from 1994. I think you learned from that. I think you are sorry for that, but I need to see proof. Because right. if I don't, then we got to move on you, you, another direction. Yep. Voting you out. That's it. Now, I even, now right. they respect our votes. Now they have to respect our votes because black people are the most disrespected people on earth. Yeah, now right. they got to respect our vote. Until oh, we they. Did, came out, came out, now they got to respect us, and that's what they don't like. That's what they're scared of. Right, right. What the positive being scared of. Now they got to respect us now. Yeah, well, yeah, no, once the, the, the Voting Act of 1965, once that went through, this is the moment. This is why brother, it was the voting brother, This moment right here. Brother O's. Excuse me, guys. Brother, oh, yeah. brother, oh, brother, oh, brother. Oh. That, uh, thank you for your comment. Aziz, thank you so much, man. Thank you so much for calling in tonight, bro. If you, you don't have to get yeah. off the line, you can chill out and, and hang out with us for a while, y'all. We got a lot of callers on the line. And out of respect, I want to make sure that I get to all the callers on the line that called in tonight. Absolutely. So thank you so Absolutely. much, brother. I have a... Make sure you call in more. Don't be no stranger. Don't I invite playing. I won't. Don't be no stranger. I won't. I promise. I promise I won't need a person. I won't. <laughs> yeah. I want to thank that brother too. Um, let's go ahead and do our first speed round. Uh, Nina, let's go ahead and bring on about three mm -hmm. poets and let them go in a line. Brother O, please go to the um Facebook inbox and um uh, keep in contact with our thread that we have during the course of the show so that you can be in tune with the discussion going on so we all can be on point and on the same vine. But let's go ahead and bring on the next three callers, guys. We're going to make sure that we get every caller on. And the purpose of bringing three people on at one time is so that we can get to you, everybody, quicker. So go ahead, Nina, you do the order. Let people know what their order is and explain to them what the speed round is and how to do it. And let's go ahead and move on. Okay, guys. Again, thank you, Aziz, for calling in. Make sure you don't be no stranger. Um, the speed round is, guys. What it is is we're gonna, uh, we're, I'm gonna unmute three people at one time. When you hear you unmuted, uh, I'm, gonna, I, I'm just gonna call your phone number. When I call your phone number, you do your piece with, and the speed round means you just do your piece. No introductions, no none of that. Just do your piece and uh, say end piece so the person next to you know when you're done. Okay. So, so let's find out. Mute. Let's find out who we have. Go ahead. I'm gonna mute uh, 832-492. 832-492. Call us. State your name and where you're calling from. Got you, Pen Dragon. I'm calling from Houston, Texas. Hey, beautiful. How you What's doing tonight? Wrong, I knew this was oh, you. I, I just well. I didn't want to be wrong. How you doing? Okay. Cool. Okay. Okay, okay, so listen, you're going to be number one in the speed round, so we want you to hold on. Let us bring on the other two callers. Let's go ahead and go to the second caller. Uh, second caller, 708-209. Hey, what's up? It's Dev. Dev, what's hey, good, my brother? Welcome back. 
Okay, so listen, Dev. So you're going to be number two in the speed round. You're going to go right after the Sister Dragon. Um, you're going to be number two in the speed round, and we're going to explain to you guys, you know, again, how the speed round works so that y'all won't mess up our speed round. This is our pride <laughs> possession on the show. Let's go ahead and bring on the third caller. Okay, third caller is um, 309-706. Call a state your name and where you're calling from. 309-706. Make sure your phone is not on mute. Or if you're okay. listening, just say you're listening. I'm just listening. All right. Okay, thank you so much. What's your name? Oh, I muted her. Hold on. There she is. <laughs> okay. What's your name, sis? My name is Roderick. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much uh, for calling in. And uh, what happens, guys, is a lot of times when people call in for the first time, um, a lot of times they just want to feel the vibe. They just want to listen first. And then maybe the following week they'll call in and participate a little bit more. So let's go ahead and go to the third caller um, and find out who we have to go with this speed round. Okay. Um, 773366. Hey, this is Joanne from Chicago. My beautiful Joanne sister, Joe. Chicago. I miss you so much. Yes, yes. <laughs> I miss you so much, sister. I miss you guys, too. Okay, so, Joe, you already know what the speed round is, so you're going to be the third one. So, um, sister, um, you're going to kick it off. You know, we're going to have some fire-breathing dragon uh, going on here on this part. So, Dev, so listen, this is the way you do it, Dev. As soon as the sister is done, you go straight in. All right? Dev, you hear me? You, you, you there with me? So, so listen. Okay, so listen. There are no introductions, no explanations. Um, we don't want to hear, okay, guys, I'm going to do this piece call. No, you get straight into your piece after she's done. So this is a, this is like a flow. It's a nonstop flow. Okay. And Joe, you already know what it is. After Dev is done, you go straight in. All right. Yep. Okay. So she's going to leave all three of you guys unmuted. So make sure your background is not noisy. And, um, even us as hosts, we're going to mute ourselves where you guys are going so you won't hear our background. So, sister, you're going to go ahead and kick this thing off. We're going to go ahead and turn it over to you right now. We're going to start this, um, man, this speed round in five, four, three, two, one. I didn't know I was black until I was five. True story. Didn't understand the difference between me and my best friend Nikki's pigments or complexions. We were ebony and ivory unknowingly without a care in the world. The only colors that mattered were pink, purple, and blue, all in pastel hues as those were the colors we used for our treehouse fort. No princesses or damsels in distress, just two young girls with wild imaginations on a quest to spit farther, run faster, and be better than anything and be better at everything than any of the neighborhood boys who were curious, mischievous, smart, cut from similar cloth. Summer day adventures, we caught eight burned magnifying glass and pulled the legs off every insect we could find. Black ants taste better than grasshoppers, but spiders are better entertainment than flies. Don't ask. It was a double dog dare and our reps were on the line. 
scraped knees, bruised legs, twisted ankles, I skinned my face, and she, she broke an arm because I convinced her we could fly. <laughs> her dumbass jumped. Grounded from being together on a few occasions because I was the mastermind and she two years my senior, the muscle, the pinky behind my brain. Plus, she was tall enough to reach the high shelves. School year blues. Nikki's mom, Florence, was a housewife, and since she lived two houses down, she would watch after me until mom and dad came home. Yay! More playtime for me and Nikki, but if I was in first and she was in third, which meant her companionship, okay, fine, protection wasn't available except for those 30 minutes during recess when we would hit the tetherball court or four square. You couldn't draft one without the other and dodge a ball or red rover. Don't think that you could out trick swing. We even had our own double dutch team. The year was 1989. Into the villain of our tale. I know I shouldn't call him that because he couldn't have been older than six himself. Forrest with two R's. Blonde hair, blue eyes, and a complete ass tod. He had cooties. One day after a successful game of keep away, he politely walked up to me alone, called me a nigger. Pause. Now, I know what you must be thinking, pure outrage for some, but for others, blank wandering. Add me to the latter. Because I stared wide-eyed at his back like a deer in the headlights. He never before had I heard this word, but instinctively understanding that it was an insult obviously intended just for little old me, I yelled at the top of my lungs, yo, mama, which we all laughed, called him a loser, and continued on. I know I told you I was curious, but I mentioned I was quite precocious. So as we got back into class, I asked Miss Reed this new word's meaning. A face, instantly flush magenta, a signifying telltale sign that I had stumbled across yet something else that grown-ups would spend forever stuttering to explain. Are there boy apples? I drew one. Not this time. Instead, she simply said in a shaky voice, maybe that's a question for your parents to your desk, please. It's time to open your workbooks to page 87. Family discussion time as soon as I got home. I immediately started replaying the events of the day trying to figure out what the hell I didn't did because this this only occurred when I was about to get that ass whooping. First things out my mouth, I didn't do it. I promise. We know. Come come have a seat, please. Is there anything you'd like to ask us? Well, since you mentioned it, what's nigga me? Blank stares, deep breaths. I could see the pain in her eyes and the anger in his. Children of desegregation. For me, they prayed it would be different. Never taught race. Thought that I would easier assimilate, kind of like Veronica's parents down the street, refusing to teach her Spanish. A slow explanation. A cold realization. Wait a second. I'm black. Well, what exactly does that mean? And when was somebody going to tell me? I'm black. Next day, Saturday cartoons, me and Nikki playing in the treehouse fort. Our imaginations have us fighting demons and trolls. I'm black. She's white. But does that make me wrong in her right? Do you taste like vanilla? Because I don't think I taste like chocolate blood sisters licking each other's skin in a treehouse fort. Their imaginations painting a canvas of many destinations forever together. Taught division. I didn't know I was black until I was five story. But ever since my innocence was taken and my eyes were opened, I no longer dream in color, just black or white, if I dream at all in peace. Feeling like a kid again. When I make these turns that win, not sin, because it comes from our kin that stems 
a different type of hate that continues to bait you behind another gate that got more bars than any of this lyrical. Feeling like a kid again, that takes you on an adventure through my mind, so please understand this time. I'm battling all these crimes that keep me in these binds, so I'm not going to be blind. Feeling like a kid again. When I see the sun shine behind these blinds that keep bringing this pain that trains you to hate, so please don't officiate. When the problems continue to raise your heart rate, feeling like a kid again. As I forget about this taste of hate, I just continue to concentrate on how, on how this clean air tastes and doesn't waste a single space in this messed up place that I call my brain, which is hard to train, so I thrust through this rain just to get away from this pain. So I look up to these rays and truly see who pays. That's that piece. How can you be mad at us? Why are you mad at us for wanting what was promised us? Why are you mad when it was us who are devalued at birth, downtrodden and degraded? Our ancestors were battered and bruised and hung on trees, gasping for air and breath, as you stood and watched, all while making sure that nigger was the last word they heard before taking their final breath. And still, you spit on the sons and daughters of slaves that built this country and then have the nerve to be volatile, refusing us equal rights. And it's almost funny that you're mad because Colin Neal, Muhammad Ali refused to fight and mad because we shout Black Lives Matter. You see, in 1963, Martin Luther King, in his own way, shouted Black Lives Matter when he stood on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial taking the weight of a nation on his shoulders, jittering on history when he said, we have come to cash a check, a promissory note, which the American government has failed to make good on. And that promise, it was the promise of equal rights under the law, as stated in the 14th Amendment of the Constitution. Yes, he shouted, Black Lives Matter. But here we are, living in a system of delusional truths, in a systemic racism where officers are allowed to block the line and protect the blue and count their lives as truths, believing that black is their means to attack. See, instead of protecting, they knee us as we scream, mom, uh, scream, mama, please, this racist rash is taking my breath. I can't breathe. But you know what? The time has come. The time is now for us to stand as one and straighten our backs and make democracy mean one. Because as long as it means them, we will never be free and we'll continue to be judged by the color of our skin. Until their reality of delusional superiority is banished, the ignorance that is lied with power, false history and beliefs that has been perpetuated for the last 500 years is eradicated, truth and freedom will never come forth. But someday, Someday when there are better days, we will look back and say we overcame a system of radical injustice. We overcame a system where 16 shots in a cover-up. My hands are up. Don't shoot. I can't breathe. Officer, please get your knee off my neck. will be remembered as the infamous slogans of the times. But until then, we will continue to shout Black Lives Matter in peace. That was hot to death.
That was hot to death. That speed round right there got us all speechless. Got us all speechless. Man, y'all killed that speed round, and y'all did it beautifully. It was executed beautifully. We want to thank y'all so much for calling in. Hang on. We got some more poets left. We are going into overtime. Let's get Nina Purple Rain on the line to start unmuting um, those lines. Let's see. Who do we have next, Um, Sister Purple Rain, Nina Purple Rain? And we're going to give her a moment because sometimes when we get booted off, we got to um, get back on. So we're going to give her a moment in case she got booted off by mistake. Um, let's see. Brother O, real quick, man, uh, let everybody know how you felt about that speed round, brother. That was a great speed round, powerful speed round. Full, full, yeah. full. That was a powerful speed round. Yes, yes, yes. Y'all, y'all, kill, y'all killing it tonight. Let's see if Nina Preparay has gotten back on. Uh, let's see. Seven, seven, three. Um, I'm sorry. I, I, I thought you were, um, you were muted. Uh, seven, seven, three. My bad. I muted myself. Seven, seven, three, six hundred. State your name. Where you calling from? That's um, Vision right there, y'all. I know that really? number. What's up, y'all? Look, check this out. This Saturday, if you are in the Chicagoland area, come on out to um, Country Club Heels, um, Hook and Real Cajun Restaurant um, on 167th and that mall right off of Pulaski Street, uh, 6 o'clock p.m. Come on in, sign that open mic list, and get your poetry on this Saturday, the 28th. Did I miss anything, Vision? No, it's up the name. Just mean tell them the name of my the V spot, y'all. The V spot, the V spot <laughs> is going down this Saturday. Open mic poetry. This is our very first set. This is a debut set, and again is on 167th, right off of Pulaski in the mall. Hook and Reel Cajun. Bar and Grill Restaurant, y'all, 6 p.m. Sign up for the open mic list. And if you want to know any more about that, reach out to her on Facebook under The Anita Wright. The, T-H-E, Onita Wright, O-N-I-T-A, Wright, W-R-I-G-H-T. The right way of thinking, y'all. She got it on there. Let's go ahead and go to the next caller. You go first on the speed round, Vision. Let's see who we have next. 815-382. Brother O. I'm sorry, what was your name, sis? Gina Star. Oh, Gina Star, my sister. What's going on, sis? How you feeling tonight? I'm feeling wonderful and happy to have made it. That's good. This is powerful already. Brother O, if you could do us a favor um, in the inbox, write down the names and the order that they're going to go in in the speed round so that we'll know. So we got Vision first. We got Gina Storm second. Let's go ahead and go to the next one. Um, Nina Purple Rain. Uh, next number is uh, 612-503. Call it, state your name and where you're calling from. It's Akron from Chicago. What's up? <laughs> My brother Akron in the building, brother. I can't wait to um, get back with you, man, in the summertime over there on 53rd Street and um, get back to 
business as usual instead of virtual, my brother. So listen, man, I'm looking forward. This brother is brilliant, man. He's talented. I've been knowing this brother for quite some time, Brother Akron. He's also um, responsible for Poet being at the African Fest for, for the past few years. So we'll talk about that, man, as we move on. But listen, you're going to be third in the speed round, all right? So um, we'll explain the rules to the speed round after we got all of our callers in. So let's go ahead and go to our fourth caller, um, Nina Purple Rain. Our fourth caller is Mother Wit. Mother Wit. How are you doing tonight, love? That's good. Thank you. Okay, that's Mama Ola Deji. For those who don't know who Mother Wit is, thank you for letting me. <laughs> yes, Mama Ola, you're going to be number four in the speed round. Okay, let's go ahead and go to the next caller. Who do we have? This is the last, uh, last and final okay. person. Um, seven seven three three six six. Seven seven three. Yes, there you go. State your name. This is Joanne. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, okay. All right, cool. So we Sorry. got you. So listen, this is the way it's going to go. And y'all got Akron in the middle. You're the only brother. So you're the only male energy we're going to get tonight in this last G round right here. So um, it's going to be vision first. It's going to be... Gina Storm, second. I'm going off the of memory, y'all. It's going to be Brother Akron, third. And Mama O, you're going to do this thing, um, the fourth. And so, guys, the way it goes, and I know probably you guys have heard it before, but there are no introductions, no explanations, no titles of the poem. Hey, the name of this poem, no. It's straight into your poem. When the person in front of you is done, when they're finished, you go right into your piece, and you guys got your order, so you already know when you're going to go. Again, it's Vision, Gina Storm, Akron, and Mama O. Speed round, y'all, in five, four, three, two, one. See, I, see, I walk the line of truth. On one side, I see gloomy clouds of all my dreams of tomorrow. On the upside, I see what life's supposed to be, but what about me? The dark clouds cover my dreams of my father being a crack fiend. You see, people say I should have been the baby my mother aborted. In my dreams, I hoarded ugly thoughts my mother pushed in my head. I wish I was dead. So I fled to the life of fast cars and money in my mind. Yeah, I was running out of time. As you see, I'm supposed to feel good about myself because people wanted me to feel that way. Hooray, when a day has passed where I feel shocked and ashamed of my new name was I slain to have my hidden pain. But I go to the other side of school and hard on money. But see, changing my ways wasn't easy. See, the devil was always teasing me. Saying take, take, take and feel good with the devil within. But I played it cool and walked the line of truth. Getting what I can get, accepting all that came my way. Hey. It's funny that way. See, the line of shoots is funny that way. It can go either way. I can see the bright light in my eyes. It can confuse and hypnotize the well to do child. But I was already wild in the schools of hard knocks and business schools. All the one dudes are the devil's deeds. Who really needs me? But wait, you say I can fall to my knees and pray for freedom? I don't know, really. That's why I walk in the midst of truth and evil so none could get in me. Are y'all with me? My granddaddy teaches me some things in my life 
those are the lessons learned that I have to give thought to twice. I can't just comprehend what he's saying. I have to also do it, too. See, because he's walking a walk that I've grown used to. I had a conversation with him earlier, and he said to me, every time we've been at a family event, I wait outside for you to arrive. If I got there first. I said, why, Granddad? He said, because the beautiful people have to walk in together. I said, I appreciate that, sir. He said, I appreciate you for staring on the gene pool. We'd wink at each other and do what we do. That's my dude. I'm talking like a friend that I've known for 50 years of my life, and he didn't even realize it had been that long. And he did the math in his head and said, yeah, I'm 90. You got to be 50, baby. How could I have missed that birthday for you? I said, it's okay. It's been a kind of rough year for all of us. You're my granddaddy, and I love you. And the lessons learned. So when there's an elder in your life, listen, telling you things that you're going to need to listen to twice. Don't just hear it. Feel it too. Let it absorb into your spirit and your aura. And let these be lessons that you learn and implement in your life too. He's generous. So he has never had a want. I feel like that was a blessing that I never had to think about. I knew what I thought. I believe the words of my grandfather, you see, been a best friend in my life, all of my life, and I've been blessed. I'm Gina Storm. Thank you for indulging me and peace. I am the embodiment of Malcolm and Martin with the spirit of Nat Turner. The passion of Sojourner with the fortitude and wisdom of the elders, a scholarly learner, who has been taught that we are a powerful people, there is no equal. But why choose to destroy instead of building one another? I don't understand this sequel. How many times have we seen before that destroying our own leads to communal dilapidation? It's a serious violation of our spiritual disposition and nature how twisted such ideation. Now look at our current situation, broken and downtrodden at the mercy of our oppressors. Will we continue to place victim or take control over our lives, learning from our past and discretion? I call on the Most High for the strength to make it through as our people is in dire straits. The time has finally come for us to return back to our ancestral teachings reminding us of how we are so great? Or has Marcus' cause been in vain to return to our native land for failing to attempt to fit in? A system that always hated us, confused our minds, distorted who we are, making it hard for us to ever win. Yet Obama said, yes, we can, with Malcolm's vision by any means necessary. Shall America end up secondary? As we are the original people. This rebirth was too unexpected. Now waiting to establish a new vocabulary of kings and queens, not niggers and witches, able to heal our wounds, repairable stitching, so that our light can fully return and we are able to rise once again. Rise, rise up, I call on you to rise. No more failures, we can rise. 
let the light shine. No one can never stop our shine. Cause we are so powerful, so let it rise. Rise, my people, rise. For we are, we are, we are so powerful. Okay, guys, I guess we lost Mama O on that final speed round. Um, man. They didn't open my, my they didn't Oh, open I'm my, sorry. I'm Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. They didn't open my, I didn't hear, uh, anyway, is it open now? Yeah, we left all of you guys open. When we do the speed round, we don't close oh. it. We leave all of you guys open. So that way, as soon as the person in front of you is done, then that way you can go straight in without having to be unmuted. So go ahead, sis. Okay, I didn't know he was done. Okay, so I didn't hear him say unmuted. Okay, here we go. Message to my people. During the battle, I cannot show you my class. Got to do what it takes to save your ass. Cannot be sweet and nice in the middle of a survival fight. The enemy does not care if you're yellow, black, tan, or white. The enemy is not concerned with your intellect or what you collect. Or if you went to grade 12 or 15 or even a Ph.D., all they want to do is eliminate the black man, you see. You cannot sway a demented mind with reason. They tend to discount you because you automatically magnify their flaws. So they blame and make the black man the cause. Black males are the cause of all their misery, so they say. Inferiors know that they are not superior. And since slavery and before, we have taught them how or invented everything in this country, mostly out of necessity. The concepts are ours. The patents are ours. They were stolen. Let's see. Indoor plumbing, cell phones, heart transplants, improved computers, and rap music, jazz, blues, just to name a very few. And even the mulattoes that passed and hid under the light skin made achievements because of one drop of melanin. They say we should forget the past. Maybe we should, but I think it changed things. It changed things and it's still changing things. But from what I can see, things are getting worse or maybe staying the same. During the battle, I cannot show you my class. I got to do what it takes to save your ass. So. And not be sweet and nice in the middle of this survival fight. Enemy does not care if you're yellow, black, or white. The enemy is not concerned with your intellect or what you collect. Time out for tap dancing around or overlooking this disrespect. I'm old now, but I'm still in the trenches. Wishing to not rest upon my laurels, though I need to feel safe and I know that during this war, we'll win back our morals. Commitment is one thing. Self-determination is another. We have to stop trying to undermine each other. Someone's religion or lifestyle may not be your choice, 
Let them be as long as it does not lay trap to our course. Distractions are not needed. Pay attention and stay focused on the next move that we need to make. This war, this war, there's no time to be opinionated or self-righteous. We all need to be effective. We need to be ready, ready for the unexpected. Ready road, ready to roll out, ready to get out, steady, getting ready, steady, getting ready, ready to roll. My car, my car has food, stove, water, lanterns, flashlight, and a mask, gas mask, hazmat suit, sleeping bag, matches, and lighter, cooking utensils, and a gat. Where you at with that? Now, that's called self-determination. In the meantime, get fit. Yes, thank you for that piece. Thank okay, was that in peace? No, in almost. In the meantime, get fit. Oh, sorry. And in the meantime, get fit. And expect the unexpected. Distractions not needed. Pay attention. Stay focused. Crucial times requires growing wings, drastic measures, rational thinking. It takes skills to stay alive in these times because dead people cannot change things. In peace. Okay, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mama. Oh, that piece was hot. You have that was the speed host speed round, guys. You just heard you just heard from Vision. You just heard from my girl Gina Storm. You heard from Akron and you heard from Mama. Oh, great job, guys. So this has been an excellent show. We're gonna get to the first of all, we want to thank you guys for tuning in to the National Wartime Award winning POET Radio. This is the award winning voices behind the pins. We're here each and every Monday night, guys. Just check your local time zones. We're here at 8 Central, 9 Eastern. Seven uh, Mountain and six Pacific. Just check the time zone so you can be here with us. Before we get out of here, we're gonna mention something that's coming up. We're gonna have we're gonna have a Thanksgiving food drive on Thursday, Thanksgiving Day. It's gonna be presented by Poet, uh, Noble Knights, Scoop, Hair Sauce Beauty Salon, and Still Smoking. Uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, a mental health and feed the homeless drive. Donations needed and accepted. For more information, contact 708-267-9725. It's going to be from 10 a.m. to noon, accepting volunteers and all donations. So anybody want to get your hands, get out there and help feed the homeless, help with mental illness, this will be your time. So get out there. It's going to be Thursday, Thanksgiving Day. If you want, you can if uh, uh, contact Black Ice for further information. And yeah. So guys, we're gonna before we get out of here, we do a thing that we do every week, and it's a positive word. We're gonna do the positive word, which is thankful. So the host, me, brother, oh, and Black Ice, gonna give our feedback on thankful, and then I, that's gonna be the end of the show. We're gonna get out of here. We'll see you guys next Monday. But um, before we go, brother, oh, give your your take on on uh on uh thankful. Thirty seconds. Thankful. My take on it is be thankful for everything that you have because during these times, don't know when the next thing is going to happen or who is going to leave. So be thankful for what you have. 
Don't complain about what you don't have. That's it. Thankful to me is just every day, just be happy that you're alive. Be grateful for what you get, whether if it's big, whether if it's small. Thank God that you're here. Thank God for what you get. Thank God for the blessings that you receive. Thank God for the blessings that you're yet to receive. That's my take on, on thankful. Ice? You know, when I think about thankful, I think about not not complaining. You know, we complain so much about what we don't have. We complain so much about how other people are treating us. But we woke up to live to see how people are treating us. We woke up to live to see what we think we don't have. And so we don't take, you know, into account that we are alive, we are breathing. Many of us don't have to walk on a walker, don't have to have um, an oxygen machine to walk around. COVID is killing people left and right. And I work at a hospital and I'm at work right now. And there are people that won't make it pass through tonight. So before you find yourself complaining, just realize how blessed and thankful you really are. Amen and amen. And I second that. I third that. So, guys, there you just heard the meaning of thankful, what it means to us, the host, Brother O, Black Ice, and myself, Nina Purple. We want to thank you guys so much for tuning in because without you, the callers, there's no us. So, we want to say thank ten you years. guys for your, for your 10 years. Ten, we ten celebrate years. 10 years. 10 years. So we're going to celebrate 10 years to December 31st. 10 years. And we're going to keep celebrating. No, no, 10 no, years. no, 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 no. 10, 10 years started November. So the first show on Poet Radio was November of 2010. So we're going to be celebrating 10, our 10 year anniversary from this November to next year, November. So Amen. 10 years, y'all. Mm hmm. Okay, all right. Pardon, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> but thank you guys for tuning in, man. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We so appreciate you guys. And uh, good night. See you guys next Monday. Good night, everybody.